And the show started. We're here. We're here, but not together. Not like last time. Sorry, I meant to start the show appropriately. In five, four, yeah. <laughs> three. Yeah, usually they do that. Special edition chop step. The, uh, the best part of that is typically people do that before things would start rolling, and Steed likes to do that after. So it is a good way to know, I guess, after oh, yeah, the fact. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's going on with you, Pat? Um, I want to get your opinion on something. Yeah. I don't know if I totally screwed myself on this. So I'm, the news is out. So now I can actually, you know, share it. I'm going to be an uncle, which I'm always stoked about. Congrats. Yeah. So I won a diaper changing contest and the contest was to see who can do it the quickest. And I won. Okay. So did I totally screw myself or... Was I supposed to like throw that fight? So you're saying you might have screwed yourself because now whatever, if once you have a kid, you're going to be in charge of changing diapers. No, not once I have a kid. I mean, like people are going to ask me to like change diapers and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Now you're just going to be the go-to guy anytime you're around. I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a valid. It's a valid question. I think that you have a pretty good rationale for telling people you don't want to. You know change their kids diapers i feel like when somebody else has a kid you get a lot of the benefits without a lot of the negativity just based on what i know about raising a kid which is not a lot but you know if somebody else has a kid you get to hang (laughs) you get to hang out you know you get to hang out with it for a short amount of time you get to hold it when it's not crying you know you get to maybe play with it a little bit um and then once it starts crying then the parents take it away or they have to console it if it goes you know if it needs to have a diaper change they're never going to ask you know, somebody who's not them. I feel like you have a pretty good way to avoid that if possible. You just get the positives and none of the negatives, which is why a lot of people want, uh, <laughs> like I always remember my mom, I think talking to my aunt who would always watch me just for like, you know, a couple, a little bit of time. And then, you know, she was like, Oh, I want kids. And they're like, well, you're going to very skewed <laughs> version of kids. You get, you know, all the positives and none of the negatives. So, yeah, Pat, you you are. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I'm not like totally concerned about it, but at the same time, like when I was taking that ride home, I was thinking, like looking out the window, like, man, maybe I should have thrown that fight. You know, maybe I shouldn't have tried to win. Yes, um, I would agree. I would have been more worried if you were like dating somebody and she were there, and then she saw Good that point. and was like, right. "Oh man, Good he point. yeah, he's going to be changing all of our diapers." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, congrats on being an uncle. What part are you most excited about? 
Uh, just hanging out, man. Like, honestly, like, you know, at my point in my life, I'm not, you know, in a serious relationship to the point where I'm thinking about having kids. So I'm just excited to hang out with the little dude and, you know, it'll be a lot of fun. So I think uncles have to <clears throat> teach kids swear words. I think that's part of an uncle's duty. Well, when I think about my uncles, I always yeah. think about how, like, I always got away with things and they never told my parents yes. about it. So you have to be the first one to offer your kid alcohol. That's what happened with me. <laughs> I didn't want to go there, but yeah, probably. <laughs> and it's never too early to start. I did not take the first alcohol I was offered from one of my uncles, but um it did happen. <clears throat> no. And uh I've had a f- I had a few uncles take care of me um when I was like way out of shape when I was like a young teenager like before high school like when i first started doing the whole thing yeah they never told my parents and i always respected them about that yes um i'm not even thinking about that kind of thing i'm thinking about more like just you know hanging out and stuff like that oh no i'm already i'm already past that i'm already already you're already getting into the bad stuff now do you have any (laughs) uncles that are close in age to you no okay because no they're all like over um 20, 25 years older than me. Okay, least. so this would be a pretty similar relationship that you've had with yeah, 100%. this one. Old yeah. guy getting down. I've, I have one who's 11 years older than me, and it was always like almost like an older brother type scenario. Um, okay. You know, it was kind of in between. You know, my, you know, people have siblings that are – I was closer in age to him than he was to his oldest brother. That's interesting. I, I can't say I share the same experience, yeah. but um, I could see how that could be fun. Yeah. Exactly. Well, nice, Pat. That'll, that is exciting. Bird up. I wanted to talk about this trip that I did like two weeks ago, and that was to Devil's Head, which is near Baraboo, Wisconsin. And Wait, I, where's Baraboo? Baraboo is kind of north of Madison, Wisconsin, the capital. Oh. And... I so Baraboo, I didn't realize this until I drove through it, but it has a I think it might be the world's largest. I hope it's the world's largest because it's insanely big, but it is a circus museum. And it was apparently started by one of the former like Ringling brothers or one of those guys, former lawyers that basically at the end of the whole Have you been to a circus before? I have been to a circus Yes, but circuses are, are a lot different than they used to be. I mean, I've just been to when I think well, of yeah. Cir- the first time I went to a circus was like half my life ago. I'm just asking if yeah. you've been. I've been one. Yeah, like they, they would come to our town growing up. There'd always be like yeah, a couple you know a week of a circus in town. Um, there was like animal abuse issues and stuff, and like the yeah, whole thing has kind of you, changed ever since. Exactly. I don't. They don't even. The animal seems to be such a small part of it. Which is when I think about old carnival things, it used to be mostly animals, and now I feel like they moved away from that, probably for a good reason. But I also miss. I feel like carnies aren't really a thing anymore. I feel like when I used to picture a carny, like somebody that worked, you know, in the carnival world, at a carnival. Yeah. yeah, like they were like a whole different group of people. And I feel like the people that I see at carnivals now are just like the kid that would be working at the community pool. Like it's not, there's not, I, I want to see more freaks, like what I'm picturing carnies. <laughs> and I'm just disappointed with the level of carny that I see. Oh, man. 
Yeah. You should watch American Horror Story sometime. They have um, a whole season about Freak Show, it's called. There we go. Yeah, that's exactly what I would need. That would be more authentic to what I picture. The point is, I didn't actually didn't even go to this carnival <laughs> thing. I didn't even go to the carnival museum. It's huge, though. But that's I think that's probably what it's most famous for. Um, I just happened to see it while I was driving by. And we were there to snowboard for a night. We stayed a night to go snowboarding. And we go to a a diner. I think it was called Broadway Diner. And it's it's like the most classic. It was exactly what I was looking for going to a new... I'm sure I've driven through Barbu before, but um, like I was just looking for like a hole in the wall type breakfast place. And this place was like best case scenario. It looked, it was an actual like old fifties diner, which apparently they used to be just like mass produced. And then they would ship them on a train or pull them by truck. And then they would just, all they would need to do is plug into like utilities and it was all ready to go. Like the inside was all built out in a warehouse. And then they just were like, you know, like one of those picture, like, the, the shiny metal aluminum sided um, or stainless steel diners, you know, and look like, like a train car sometimes. Um, yeah, I got yeah. you. So it was like that, but it was newly renovated. So it was very nice inside. We go in there and we're like, man, this town is awesome. This is, uh, and not awesome, but I mean, it's like, this is like exactly what we're looking for. This kind of classic diner type atmosphere, uh, kind of small town America vibes. And we eat. The food is very classic, you know, hash browns and eggs, all that kind of stuff. Here's a power move I did. Um, this is a little lesson if you're trying to just show your authoritative nature at a at a meal. I got the the classic like just American breakfast that had two eggs on it, and then I said instead of two eggs, I want four eggs. Now, oh boy. Now four eggs sounds like a lot, but I eat usually three eggs for breakfast a lot of times. But going well, for four, yeah, it depends how you cook it too. Yes, it does. And they were just doing four fried eggs. But when you say four, it seems intimidating. To everybody, people were cowering around me. I was able to eat it very easily, no problem. Now, what I did a little bit, man card situation, got a milkshake uh, for oh, breakfast. No. But I felt it was classic. I had to go with that. Wait, milkshake is not a man. Why is your man card always <laughs> not a man card? <laughs> I don't know. Normal just, people get milkshakes. Jared. Just ordering a milkshake for breakfast. Seems like man card, but okay I for breakfast. Right. Yeah. But what does yeah. that have to do with gender? <laughs> it doesn't. But all right, so let me get to the let me get to the the juice of the story here, the liquid, if you will. Uh, we go back to my car, and I will point out that I had there. This place was packed, and there was no parking anywhere except for one spot in the parking lot. If had I not parked in the spot, one spot in the parking lot, I would have had to walk like you know, like a block, which wouldn't have been a big deal. But I'm just saying it like you know. There was no close spots except for one. So I pull in the spot. It is a little bit tight on both sides, but I am within my lines on my parking spot. Now I am parked next to, I did notice on one side of me is a big blue truck that was all jacked up. Um, and can you explain what all jacked up means? Like with a lift kit on it, like raised okay. off the ground, raised off the ground more than normal, more than stock, if you will. So, I go and uh, we go into the diner. We come back out and there's a big loogie on my passenger side window. And the truck is now gone. The truck that was parked there is now gone. And apparently in his mind, I'm saying him because it was almost certainly a him. I can't, I can't picture a lady to it, but it could have been. And uh, a big loogie just on the window. Very gross. It was... So gross that um, that's just like so it like inappropriate. It is. It is. No reason to do that. It is. Uh, 
my fiance was so disgusted by this she had to clean it up with like a rag she found and then ended up throwing up um from from just wiping it because it was so gross and then so that happened so then it instantly went from like oh my god we love barbu to fuck barbu these people are trash uh just based on (laughs) one one interaction even though even though the people inside were so nice like the wait staff and everybody but just like that one negative experience can get ruined like your images of a place well, yeah that's all it takes yeah it is it is crazy that negativity can you know has a lot bigger impact than positivity just long term i i will say truck wise i don't know if you've noticed this pat i know you don't drive anymore but trucks i don't drive right now jared thank yeah. you yes you don't <laughs> anymore yeah in the future you might but i always notice if there's ever a time where i'm in the left lane like a tad too long and i'm just going maybe a little bit over the speed limit but not crazy over there's always some truck it's always a truck behind me that's like riding right behind me like oh if you're saying people who drive trucks are the biggest hardos on the road you're 100 percent correct i get it is it's so ridiculous and not i see that as like a dude walking down the street still yes well you're right you can and it's i literally had that incident happen today I was crossing the road, and this one person was going to cross the street. Like, I was at a stop sign, yeah, four, four-way stop sign. And imagine somebody's going through the interpass, and another person goes to the right and is, like, passing them. and mm-hmm. almost hits me. And I looked at my wrist, even though I didn't have a watch. Like, yeah. I was, like, looking at my time. Like, don't fucking hurry me. Yeah. Like, you know, I have the right of way. Yeah, and the dude honked at me after. I was like, "Oh, come <laughs> get a piece, dude!" Exactly, exactly. And obviously, not everybody that has a truck drives like this. It's just that every it seems ninety percent oh, of the majority time, of them. It's like I don't understand why a few seconds of your life is more important than the rest <laughs> of my life, and that's what I always say. I just I do not understand that. Yeah, it just but it's just like every time I happen to look behind me and just somebody's like super close to my bumper, it's, it's like it's always a truck. It's always a pickup truck. Now. Yeah. I have a friend uh, that drives a pair, you know, that had a pickup truck for a while. And he used to claim that it was always Dodge trucks, more specifically Dodge pickup trucks. So I want to do a little research and see if I notice that going forward. But I do. <laughs> That's funny we, because we have an yeah. inside joke that it's Ford trucks. Between okay. Me and my friends. So. Well, see, this, this guy had a Ford truck. So that could be where the, you know, it's, it's always somebody else. It's always somebody else. Pass the buck. It doesn't really relate to that, but you know what I mean. Uh, what's something else you want to get to Um, I love how you just act like you're the king of pizza last episode. Like, <laughs> awesome. Why's that? <laughs> you you picked the first two of the shittiest pizzas. It's like being like the smartest person in the dumbest neighborhood. I You think I my first two were the shittiest pizzas? Papa John's is the shittiest? Well, four of them suck. Yeah. Yeah. But you're saying you're, you're saying the, no. I'm saying you're the expert on the shittiest pizza. Congratulations! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are true. you gloating about? I see. I I don't know if I was trying to like gloat, but like I I just I agree. I, to me, to me, the biggest thing is that I enjoyed Little Caesars. Well, to me, the biggest thing is I fortunately have not lived in an area where these pizzas are sold, so I don't usually have them yes. often. The only one I ever had was Little Caesars, and there was always this dipping sauce thing. Yes. So, (laughs) which I ended up picking as, like, the least favorite one, which is funny because I had it the most. Yes. 
Like, it's just not a thing where I live. Like, that's like, I, I can't. The last time we had Domino's, which was recent, was because Pat Staff from fucking Milwaukee was down. It was like, oh, let's order some Domino's. And yep. we were all like, no. And he did it anyway. Yeah. Yep. So. Little did you know that was your favorite. But I, yep. pizza-wise, the only time I really. a little jab yeah. there, by the way, Jared. <laughs> Good move. Yes. So, pizza-wise, I really, I almost never eat frozen pizzas. You know, I, delivery, I almost never get. So, hey. Yeah. Side note, that's actually a funny thing. I would rather have those, like those Jack's pizzas, than like the pizzas we ordered. Yeah, I disagree. Really? Yeah, I don't. Jack's and Tombstone, I like those, man. You probably those like. Those don't bother me. Well, you probably like um, that kind of thinner crust with not as much cheese and not as much sauce type of thing. I like a lot of that. Correct. A lot of that. Correct. I like the kind of the opposite of that. I like a lot of cheese and sauce. <clears throat> which is harder to do in a in a frozen pizza, in a frozen za, if you will. It was free pizza! Free fucking pizza! It was so weird that, like, Pizza Hut and Little Caesars, like, looked the same, and then Domino's and Papa John's looked the same. But they yes. all looked, like, different when you had... Well, the same, but you you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. When they were out on the plate, like, there was clearly two and two. Yes, exactly. I was... And again, I never get them either... But it's like now I know, you know, if I was going to have a bunch of people over and I wanted to order pizza, now I would choose what I want, which would be Papa John's. I would still not choose any of those. Yeah. It's like not even an option. <laughs> yeah. Well, then what's your go-to, Pat, when you have, if you were having people over and wanted to get some food? Uh, are you asking for thin crust, deep dish? No, no, just pop? anything. What's your What's your meal of choice to support a group of people coming? So how, yeah, yeah. So it's a little different. So how it works, like with my family, like there's this pizza back home in Oklahoma that's called Phil's, and so we always get Phil's. Phil's just like thin crust, like really cheesy. Yeah. Um, the sauce is okay; it's not great, but like extra thick with the toppings and stuff. Um, if I'm in the city, I my favorite thin crust pizza is called Phil's. It's on 35th Street. If I'm if I gotta get deep dish, I'm gonna go with Giordano's, even though I know a lot of people say Luminati's. Yeah. So that's just me. Put it in my pants. Got it. Okay. No, I'm, try- I'm not trying to act like a like a pizza. You know, I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to fucking judge like food and yeah. stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, I I would literally never get these brands. So. I got you, Pat. And we're on the same page. I just, uh, you know, for those that do, a lot of people do, Pat. A lot of people out we're there. We're on the same page. You said yeah. you get Pizza Hut at family parties all the time. No, I never said that. That would never. I would never say that. You did say it. Go back and read it. I, it. I haven't had Pizza in years. I haven't had Pizza Hut you since elementary You said your family school. gets Pizza Hut, but okay. Okay. Mis- misinformation. Misinformation. I mean, oh, hey, 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 hey. Not going to argue. It's okay. fine, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Okay, we did have we have like a ton of emails, but we're gonna wait for Steed uh, to be back, so we will wait on that. So I wanted to talk about body shaming, Pat. I'm gonna start body shaming now. Oh boy, go for it! <laughs> <laughs> I just decided I needed a new hobby. I'm gonna start body shaming. All right. I don't really have anything more than that. I just wanted to say that you do not have a hard body, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> If we were going to do the polar plunge without your shirt on, it would be disgusting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See, again, the reason I don't do stuff like that is because I don't want somebody I don't want somebody to have a good excuse to come back at me. You know? Oh. 
and like everybody's got their faults i don't the, everybody who's ever been tall i just steal this line from wedding crushes i always just call you a big tree yeah <laughs> it's pretty common statistically what has happened kind of in the past is those that kind of those that kind of go for the execution of somebody else like if you're kind of trying to to damage somebody else you're next in line to get damaged, kind of uh, in in the French. Well, you in the should old... be because why are you doing that in the first? Exactly. Place? Well, I'm talking about like the old French like Revolution time. Uh, the group, the group of people that started the beheadings and things, they were the next group up when the next you know <clears throat> when the next group was in power, and you know then everybody else wanted their heads, and then it keeps going on like that. So if you're you know, and this goes along with people calling out i see a lot of this stuff like in the news and then somebody's like oh this person sucks this person sucks and then they start looking at that person's history and then they've got all this stuff that's bad about them like you know nobody's it just you know be careful what you're what you're doing because there's always gonna be somebody looking at your you're your next is basically what it is if you're if you're the one out there trying to stop somebody else you're next and that just that just kind of history has shown that so it's a little little risky so yeah, I'm the next. Um, that's why I'm actually not probably going to start body shaming. I can body shame you right now. Yeah, I'm sure you could. <laughs> you want me to do it? No, <laughs> prefer you done it. This yes. well, first of all, this filter that you got going on looks completely ridiculous. You got hair hanging out in one place. Well, that's what's like, funny about it is my hair sticks past. I look like yeah, I've got this uh, this red. It's like a little red Riding Hood thing around me. Yeah. Why are yeah. you even doing that? I'm not. I don't even have my camera on. I don't know. It's it's more fun for me if I have to look at myself with a filter on. Yeah, um, you like looking at yourself, huh? I do. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> you know. Not when I'm body shaming. Uh, later, dudes. S you in your A's. Don't wear a C in jail over your B's. Another thing here, Pat. Uh, I want to talk about uh, SNL had this skit that I enjoyed. We were talking about SNL. You said nobody watches it anymore. I will say that uh, Joe Jonas was just on... SNL and it was one of the better episodes I've seen in quite a long time. Is he one of the Jonas Brothers? He is one of the Jonas Brothers. Okay. Oh, Nick Jonas. It was Nick Jonas. That is. I have no fucking idea. It was Nick Jonas, not Joe Jonas. They're all the same to me. But okay. he was very yeah. good. Uh, it was a good episode. But they had a skit like a couple weeks ago about guys that like it's basically when you're an adult. You probably you might not do this, Pat, like I do. But when I'm like just trying to kill a little time when I'm basically like just waiting for somebody to get back to me or something like that. And I'm just flipping through my phone. Uh, 90% of the time I'm looking at like cars on Facebook marketplace. Or I'm looking at um, houses on Zillow, things like you don't that. Do push-ups? <laughs> push-ups is the other 10% of the time. So uh, then, oh, okay. but SNL had this whole <laughs> skit about basically when you like, he's, he's getting, people are getting too turned on from, like looking at houses on Zillow. And what the the worst one is that I get targeted with these ads. They're for houses that are in the middle of nowhere that are like super cheap and they're huge, but they're like, you look up where they're at and they're like, their closest city is they're five hours from Atlanta. Like that's the closest major city that it's close to, or, if, you know, this is six hours from Richmond, Virginia. That's your closest city. Uh, but like <laughs> you, I, I just get caught in these things where I'm just like, oh my God, this is such a good deal. This is, you know, there's this, six bedroom house for $200,000. That's, you know, 4,000 square feet. And, and then I'm like, Oh, why is, why is it so cheap? And then I look into like, Oh yeah, nobody would ever want to live there. Like, why would I, why would I want to, like, what could I do? I couldn't work a job out here. There might not be internet there. Like I, it's, I just get caught in that same thing. And I was just glad that 
sometimes you just find like an online thing that just kind of gets you and that was one of the ones that got me oh uh, yeah i can kind of relate to you on that i used to look at homes all the time because before i started renting i was like like we had this conversation in a private area but like i used to look into like buying a condo or buying a home and it just it wasn't in the cards for me but i also looked at like buying guitars all the time yes that was one of my obsessions and so i get what you mean by like just looking up these things that like even though you're not going to buy them now it's just like kind of cool to kind of see like where the market's at and yes you know what's what what's available and what's not yes just to know i got the pulse on my finger of the <clears throat> western georgia housing market and the used <laughs> car market in, in in the suburbs of chicago <laughs> i can i can pretty right i can tell you what your car is worth you know with pretty exact certainty. Is there something else you want to do here, Pat? I'm just playing quarterback for the Bears. I'm dying to know. The The offseason is always so funny. You can tell it when... It was like a press conference today, too, which was kind of random. Like, it's March 2nd. Like, why are you having a press conference today? It just... They've, you can they just, haven't done anything. They haven't done anything. And ESPN, you can just tell when the sports stations... This is when it's the most brutal time to listen to it because there's just nothing, like, major going on. Like, when the teams in your town kind of suck... And they're trying to look forward to what might be the next best thing, which is like, you know, the bears and stuff like that. It's just always hypotheticals. And it's like, here's a projection of what might happen to these 32 teams in the offseason. Or you could just wait, you know, <laughs> three months and we'll have certainty well, I mean, on that. Obviously, there's two quarterbacks that like if they get them, they're they're like a good team, yeah. you know. But if, there's, if they don't do that, I mean, God knows what happens. Yeah. And then... Spring training just started today. I mean, they're kind of talking about, like, if fans are going to be at baseball games or not at baseball games. I mean, yeah. it's like back and forth with the city and the state right now. So yes. that's what's going on with sports for me. I'm just, like, you know, closely watching those two things. Yes. No, I, I would agree. And and obviously that whole thing with the fans and all that stuff is very interesting. I <clears> – the some and, and you never really know what the actual case is, and some states will probably have it and some states won't. So it's interesting with that. I actually heard a very interesting podcast. It was probably the most intellectually honest podcast I had heard about how uh, COVID is portrayed like on different sources and different media and things like that between Dr. Drew and this guy named uh, Gleb Tispersky, who's from uh, Moldova. He's got a very different perspective on things because he came over from Moldova to America. And so he's got a very different perspective on things. Um, but it was just a very good, uh, you know, bipartisan just conversation about how people view things, like why things are portrayed certain ways and why, you know, one of the things they talked about was interesting. And I, I don't know if you've, you've probably noticed this over the back of the years. It just seems people are more extreme one way or the other. And it just people, people's views are more extreme. And he, they were explaining that as basically extreme is simple. Like if you think so hard about one certain way of viewing things, that's a very simple way of looking at it. And and the Amer- the human mind it goes to default to a simple thing to do. That's why, especially as things progress, like ads are you know there's never an ad that's an hour long. An ad is a you know a billboard, or an ad is like these little. Five second things, yeah, thirty second things that pop up, right? And they want things simple. They're trying to send a message. You know, you're always trying to look for the simple thing. And extreme things like the right or wrong is 
you know, or to view, you know, something one way or the other way is very easy to like look at one way. That's an extreme. That's a simple way of viewing it, but that's almost never the right actual answer to the thing. But that's just, it makes sense why so many people are thinking that just that's where our body, that's where our minds naturally go is to an extreme thought of something, an extreme side, an extreme view and something like that. But I thought it was an interesting thought about it. But, <clears throat> you know, these guys were, you know, they were, it was just an interesting, it's very interesting. It was the Dr. Drew podcast. And when he had uh, Gleb on there, like on February 11th, it was a very interesting podcast of just about how people view things and why the media portrays things certain ways and, you know, to get you to react this way or, you know, not react that way, different things like that. Um, if I had to make a recommendation on podcast, that's the one I would recommend on that. Hey, awesome take. Thank you, Pat. I mean, trust me, I know guys. All we need is a beer in our hand and a bro by our side, and we are out of the way. I was looking at some businesses. Not only, have you ever been to Sprecher's? Sprecher's. Uh, Sprecher's is, is a brewery. It's a brewery in Milwaukee. Oh, like the root beer place? Yeah. I have not been there, but no, I know what you're talking about. So there is... Uh, there's there's an interesting way to look. There's a few different. I'm gonna rephrase this. I like looking at why certain things are successful, and why certain things aren't. That's something I've always kind of liked. One of my favorite classes at uh, Marquette was this one about like why big cities fail. Like why why do a, why does a city fail? Why does it not fail? That type of thing. It was a big part Detroit. of it was like, Detroit. Detroit. Detroit was a huge. Detroit was like half of the semester was about Detroit. <laughs> and it was interesting, right? You're like, okay, well, why, you know, Detroit was popping at one time. Why is it not anymore? And there was, it's, it's ne again, never so simple. There's a bunch of things that happen. It's right? not funny. It's just funny that like everybody like defaults. Defaults of that. Yeah, it, exactly. It is sad for the actual city, but, um, and again, yeah, not simple. It's not, it wasn't one thing. It was a bunch of things and they went, you know, they went through all these different things. But um, what also interesting is, is when something is not going so well and then they see an opportunity the opposite way and they start, grabbing like shifting their strengths towards something better uh, one of the best examples of that for me is a uh, sprecker's brewery so sprecker's you just said the root beer place i, I did a tour yeah, that's at, the first thing that comes yes to mind. well it should be i did a tour at, at sprecker's so what happened is uh, the brewery tour i think was free when i did it and it was a beer brewery tour but you go in there and so they say well everybody knows us for our you know, sodas, but we actually started off as a, as a beer company. And then when the people would do the tours with their families, they needed something for the kids to drink or people that didn't drink alcohol to drink, you know, but why were they on a brewery tour? I'm not sure, but they, so they decided they basically came up with a soda to have for people on the brewery tour that didn't want to drink the beer. And then everybody's like, the soda's amazing. You know, you, this is basically basically the, the root beer and soda they were making was far better than the beer they were making. And then they shifted to mostly a soda company. And something pretty similar happened with uh, Stacy's Pita Chips. Are you familiar with the Pita Chips? Those uh, Stacy's Pita Chips, Pat? I don't know if you're a Pita Chip guy. Oh, no, I'm not familiar with chips you were talking about. Uh, they're called, they're simply naked Pita Chips. Yeah, but uh, basically that one... Yeah, this is something I don't really do, so I have no idea. Whoa, okay, okay, hard body over here. So it was a similar, <laughs> pretty, right. pretty body shame. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So pretty similar story though, where they were they were doing something else, and they had these leftover 
uh, pitas that they were basically the next day would um, bake into chips and then sell them. They would sell them and that was selling way better than any of the sandwiches or any of the other stuff they were making. And then so they decided to shift their business to a chip business and that is a huge, then that sold to some other company and, you know, they made millions and million dollars off Stacy's pita chips. But it started where basically they noticed that pita, this, you know, this thing that they were selling as basically leftover, just, you know, they had it just to not waste this extra pita, uh, was outside, you know, people like that preferred that. So they kind of shift their strength to making the pita chips. It worked out well for them. So I think it's, it's good to always keep that in mind and, Maybe not everybody's in a business position to do that, but just you could do that in your own life, right? I mean, if you notice, well, I'm actually a little better at this, or maybe there's an opportunity here, just being able to notice that and shift your your strengths that way. Awesome story. Yeah. The, the point of the point of it is, Pat Sprechers is my favorite root beer that there that I it out is. There. Yeah. You don't like dads? Uh, no, I like I like them all. I I there's not a root beer I don't like. Like you know what's is, cool is actually going to like an A and W in Wisconsin though. Yeah, very classic, very classic. I I will say that I don't have preferences usually super strong one brand to another except for waters. I really hate Dasani. Dasani is trash water. Um, <laughs> but other than that, what does it taste like? It tastes like it's coming out of the sink. It tastes like it's dry. Like somehow you get more dehydrated after drinking Dasani. Like it's the snow that melted off the sidewalk. I don't <laughs> yeah. understand. Yeah, it's one. it's uh is. it's New Orleans uh snow melt. Nolens snow melt, yeah. So uh Pat, we can wrap it up there. Um again I want to save a lot of this. I had a lot of stuff prepared here for all of us together, but we'll get to more of that next week. I do want to tease, um, like I said, I have this Billy Bob Thornton thing that um, Mr. Russo put together that is a very impressive breakdown of all the different Billy Bob Thornton movie, the Jeff Goldblum, the Brendan Fraser movies. We got that, a lot of like Woody Rather type stuff coming up. And uh, we will get to all that on next week's Chubstep. Uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show, show on iTunes. Rate your shoes on iTunes if you would also like to do that. Um, won't help anything and it will be difficult to do. Do that for a friend of the show. Do that. For, exactly. Uh, and then we're on Spotify. Everybody knows that. Everybody loves that. Uh, tell a friend. It's the best thing you do is share the episode with a friend and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.